Hey guys, I wanted to let you know about our upcoming annual Cultural Thanksgiving on September 30th at 8th Wonder Brewing. This is our largest event of the year where we gather to celebrate the melting pot that is our community. Join us to see cultural performances, sample local cuisines, and shop at our cultural marketplace as you enjoy the fresh brews of 8th Wonder. Find out more at cultureandcuisinehtx.com or via the link in our bio. See you there. Production and audio editing brought to you by Richard Borger with Meraki Recordings. Like I said, I, I, I've been in the industry for 15 years already, uh, and this is actually the really first time that I feel at home. Jessica Molena, event planner for Cuchara, moved to Houston from Mexico. She left home to follow love and stumbled into the restaurant industry from there. Through twists and turns, she made her way to Cuchada, an authentic, seasonally inspired restaurant with cultural roots and exciting events. She shares Mexican traditions, explains how Cuchada staffs its cooks, and shares the passion behind the clientele experience. The love Jessica has for Cuchada shows us that we can find a home away from home and reminds us that we aren't all that different after all. Stay with us as we discover the culture and cuisine of the Mexicans. Welcome to Culture and Cuisine, the podcast, where we are increasing cultural awareness and empathy within the Houston community through conversations with restaurants from different cultural backgrounds. And with these conversations, we can see through to the shared humanity within us all and begin to realize that we're all out there trying to find happiness, success, and survive. And just like cuisine, we all do it a little differently based on how we were raised. I'm your host, Casey Hirschman. Today, we're with Jessica Molina from Cuchara. Jessica Molina, I'm here with Cuchara Restaurant, uh, passion about uh, Mexican cuisine. And my in-the-field co-host, Christine Dubert. Hi, I'm Christine Dubert, born and raised in Houston, Texas, and very excited to hear more um, about the cuisine that we're talking with today. Coming to you from Cuchara in Montrose, Jessica begins by sharing how she found herself in Houston with the restaurant. So 15 years ago, I, I find out myself over here in Houston. Um, it wasn't in reality because I, I didn't need it to a job or anything like that. It was about love. So uh, I was following my, my true love in that moment, you know. Uh, 15 years ago, I was, I was uh, a you know, teenager thinking that love was the most important thing. Don't take me. Don't take me wrong, because love is the most important thing still, but uh, but in a different way. Uh, so I was following my true love. Uh, we ended up not together anymore, but uh, but I ended up with Cuchara. Cuchara is the best thing that it happens to myself uh, since I've been here. Jessica has been in the restaurant industry for over fifteen years now. After listing various restaurants and cuisines she's worked with, Jessica discusses finding Cuchara and highlights the things she loves that makes the restaurant unique. What I like the most over here, you find yourself in your own home because uh, as we were talking before, there's um, seven females working in the, in the kitchen. They're moms, basically. Uh, we have five 
about grandmas working over there, creating their food since the beginning. So I'm talking about uh, since scratch. We have a guy going to the uh, to the market every every day at five, six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning to to have the ingredients for everything that we create over here in Cochera. So they have their magic. I was explaining this morning uh, to one of my my very very good customers, uh, and I told them, you know what, uh, this is what we call sazón in Mexico. There are many phrases unique to cultures that don't translate across languages. Jessica tries to explain sazón and how it defines people's cooking prowess. Sazón, it's uh, one of those things that you cannot explain in English because it's magic in your hands. If you if you create pineapple pie, right, at home, and you give the recipe to somebody else, sometimes it's not the same as you create it because you're really, really good at it. They said, in our kitchen, they said, you know, you have the magic in your hands. It's from from generations. They know they, in our culture. You, they everybody knows that if you have the sazon, you have it. If you don't, you don't. The food goes bad even if you look at it. After laughing and discussing sazon, we begin to transition towards Jessica's memories of the kitchen growing up and how Cuchara strives to mimic that. You know what? My mom is a very traditional uh, housewife. Uh, she's like. 80 years old right now at this point, and, and I'm so lucky to have her. Uh, and yes, she's always been cooking the uh, the traditional way. Like I was telling you before, uh, she goes to the market and uh, buy the uh, the ingredients to it, and she cooks by herself. Uh, and it's so amazing that sometimes they can create something without having the money to actually cook what they create amazingly. So that's super cool for us. To, and that's what we do over here in Guchara. Sometimes you can you can put carton on these ladies mm-hmm. and they cook something amazing with carton. That's wow. how amazing they are. Wow, yeah. And y'all don't even have like a working fridge on site, right? Because you buy everything daily. That's well. what we do, yeah, yes. Uh, this is something super, super amazing that I keep telling everybody. Because they, they, it's hard for people to believe that we don't even have a, a walk-in cooler, like you said. Um, like six years ago, when we just opened, uh, the people sent us like a lot of uh, health inspectors and all that because it was hard to believe that uh, our cuisine is totally different than anybody else. We don't need a, a fridge to cook, uh, I mean, to, to keep things uh, frozen or in, anything like that because... Like like you said earlier, and like I said earlier, uh, we sent Jorge to get all the ingredients fresh every single day. So that's that's a challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. Like, has that been difficult to do? Or yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. It was super hard for for Jorge. Jorge, it's it's uh, one to the persons that I know and then I really respect a lot because he has to uh, go along with. All these ladies and work for, with a with a woman is hard because we change our minds every every three seconds. Imagine to uh, to work with six or seven different uh, females in the back in the kitchen and sometimes they say, "Oh no, I need cinnamon." No, 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 no. You know what? I changed my mind. I want this. And the other one says, "No, bring the cinnamon, but uh, bring another thing as well." You know, it's it's yeah. crazy. Poor Jorge, I, I respect him a lot. He's, he's super patient, uh, and we're so lucky to have him. As Jessica says, at Cuchara, 
Craziness is kind of like our signature. We discussed their opening and the large Dias de los Muertos event they decided to throw right after opening. She continues to share with us the history and traditions associated with the holiday. Dia de los Muertos is a very nice tradition, super, super uh, spectacular. In some places in Mexico, like Michoacán, uh, they do flowers and they do candles and they uh, walk uh, from their houses all across the uh, cemetery uh, and putting the flowers and, and, and candles. And I think that's something, something super, super awesome. Everybody uh, does this celebration in different ways in different regions in Mexico. But, uh, but we wanted to do something spectacular for, because for us, our, our dead people, or how do you say it? The um, passed away people, ancestors, ancestors yeah. uh, are very important for us because it's part of our culture too. So we wanted to do something super spectacular and we start with the tradition of uh, putting an ofrenda. Uh, the ofrenda is basically uh, to put together all the items that the, uh, the, your, your passed away relatives likes the most. Let's say you have your uncle uh, who likes the uh, tequila a lot, right? So we, we had to put like a little shot of tequila uh, in front of uh, his picture because um, according to the, uh, to the Dia de los Muertos tradition, uh, he, uh, they, he had a permission from, from heaven to come over and, and smell the, uh, the the tequila and probably taste a little bit of it. <laughs> I think it's a really cool thing to see things, you know? Uh, maybe it's like super romantic, uh, but I think it's it's super awesome too because that's that's uh, something that keeps you connected with the people that you, that you loved. Every year we try to do something different it's not only the uh, classic ofrenda. We try to to innovate every time. So this year, this past year, we, we did uh, dedicate the uh, the event to. Uh, it was the Mayan. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain it for me because it's it's the Mayans. We we have the tradition since the Mayans and since the uh, Aztecs and all that. So. We try to uh, make it different every time. We we have we have Aztec dancers. Uh, we also have uh, we have music. We have uh, drinks, uh, and and we have food that comes from back in the days. Like I'm telling you, from from the Aztec sites or the, from the um, you know Mayans, yeah. basically uh, Aztecs and and Mexicans, uh, Mexica. That's, that's how we call it, Mexica um, culture. Cuchara isn't only known for their extravagant celebrations of the Day of the Dead or Cinco de Mayo. They're also offering a traditional experience with their cuisine. Jessica shares with us a traditional Mexican lunch style that Cuchara specializes in, comida corrida. Our comida corrida is one of uh, the, uh, the things that you cannot miss over here. Yeah. And yes, uh, it, we're super proud about it because um, we cooked every day a single item 
uh, totally different than anybody else. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking about to cook a three-courses meal. So you choose your appetizer, then your entree, and then your dessert, uh, which is different every day. And we have uh, three selections of each category in, 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 in the menu. Mm -hmm. So you choose soup, salad, rice, and every day is different. Uh, let's say today we had, um, I don't know, like carrots and, and pineapples and maybe some uh, some spicy peanut sauce on it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for the, uh, for the um, second one, we have uh, rice with uh, Mexican squash and then also we have uh, carrot salad, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to choose one of each. And then also we have an entree, which is, I don't know, there's always something uh, vegetarian in that, in that menu too. So you, let, let's say we have, uh, I don't know, like a potato taquitos, and then we also have asado doña Julia, which is uh, beef with carrots and, and, and potatoes. Or you can choose uh, fish with some adobo in it, you know? Yeah. It, And the next day is completely different. It's a, it's all about uh, what they feel in, in that moment, mm -hmm. and that's that's what it is in reality. Uh, that's what we were talking uh, we were talking about earlier. Uh, all depends on what they're feeling. They decide what is going to be the next day, and the next day, and the next day. We often expect restaurants to have signature dishes. However, Cuchara is unique. The food is as fresh as it is authentic, which means it changes with the seasons. Jessica explains how Houston craves innovation and change by explaining some of the main dishes they've altered over time. Uh, the really first item that we sold at the most was the mole, the mole verde. The mole verde is, has pork in it. And then also uh, has serrano peppers, um, pumpkin seeds in it. Uh, and it, it was like super, super, um, you know, uh, popular at that moment because the people like new things oh, yeah. and the pumpkin seeds and saying mole is green instead of uh, chocolate base. It was mm. totally different and everybody likes it. Now that we incorporate some uh, uh, asado doña Julia, which is a 150 uh, years recipe, The people is getting more into the asado doña Julia, oh, wow. and every time that we change something, the people get super involved to it. Mm -hmm. Especially in this area, the the people likes changes. The the, the people likes new things, mm -hmm. and that's really really good because we have a very very large menu to explore. Mm -hmm. It's not only about like one single menu. I mean one single item, but they like to explore everything. So. Yeah. So uh, we have fajitas, for example. Fajitas is super common in Tex-Mex cuisine. Uh, chile con queso, we don't even have chile con queso or uh, enchiladas with gravies or anything like that because that's not truly Mexican. Once you have to uh, you know, help your, your, your customer, uh, if they like fish, if they like uh, you know, something vegetarian, if you like pork better than, than, than beef, if you, if you like beef better than chicken. So you, you have the tools to tell them, you know what, you should try this or you should try this. And at the end of the, uh, of the day, they, they go super, super happy because we have all the knowledge uh, to, 
to tell them what they have to try or what they could try, you know, mm -hmm. because um, what we want the most is to make everybody happy. With our servers, they they know what they're doing. We have a test uh, every month oh, wow. about culture, about ingredients, about even uh, names and in in what the people likes, or what the uh, the uh, the cooks likes uh, in their you know private lives and everything. You know what? Uh, let me tell you. The, this is one of the uh, questions that we do in our in our test. Where, uh, where is she coming from and what she likes to eat mm. in the kitchen or what he likes to eat or what, uh, you know, he's, it's more like personal. So we're kind of like a, like a family, like you said earlier. So we like to show that to the people. Once you, you're, you're happy what you're doing, you show it to the people and you, you do it with passion. That's, that's what it is. Uh, like I said, I, I, I've been in the industry for 15 years already, uh, and this is actually the really first time that I feel at home. Uh, I, honestly, when I was in Mexico, I wasn't able to try grasshoppers, for example, or I wasn't able to try, um, uh, we were talking about this ingredient this morning, uh, oh my gosh, iguana. I know, right? It sounds creepy, but <laughs> because it sounds creepy. Uh, but you know what? It was very amazing too, and we have a lot of proteins. Yes, uh, definitely. This this has been one of those places that encouraged yourself to to do something better for yourself. You know, uh, I've been learning a lot of things from the cooks. I've been learning a lot of uh, my own culture from uh, from Anna, from from all the things that we that we do, uh, all the events, uh, we're going to have Lucha Libre, for example, Cinco de Mayo, which is crazy because I don't know anybody else who does these kind of things but us. So, uh, yes, and definitely this is the place that you have to, you know, come to, to know a little bit more about Mexican culture. To wrap up the interview, Jessica explains why the restaurant chose the name Cuchara, Spanish for spoon. The spoon is the basic tool everywhere. So you can eat soup with a spoon. You can cut a meat with a spoon, you know. Uh, I know it's hard, but you can still do it. Uh, but you can, not, you, you can do pretty much everything with a spoon, but not with a, with a fork. Try to eat uh, soup with a fork, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Try to, I don't know, do something different with any other utensil, but the spoon is the basic one, so that's, that's what it is. Super interesting. I love hearing your passion about, you know, not only cuchara, but about the cuisine and about, like, your, your culture as well. So it's really been, it's been a pleasure. So thank you for taking the time to, to be with us. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving the stories just to, <laughs> I, know, yeah. I mean, growing up in Houston, like, you, you learn a lot about Mexican culture. Mm -hmm. You know, like, my, my mom grew up in West Texas, and so one of our big family traditions is on Christmas Eve, we always eat tamales oh. because, like, that was what, you know, her fa friend, family friends across the border would always do, and so, like, her family kind of adopted that. So I love just, like, learning more about it. It's very cool. No, thank you so much, guys. And, and yes, um, like I said, any time we're here, so we share it with you. <laughs> Thank you.
production and audio editing brought to you by Richard Borger with Meraki Recording.